Good morning. It is Thursday, November 30th, 2023, the last day of November. Advent begins this Sunday. So be prepared for your season of preparation and penance as we prepare for the coming of the Nativity of our Lord. And we're going to start this today with a bit of an update about the Cardinal Burke situation before shifting over to maybe some good news about uh, Bishop Strickland. So let's start here with Cardinal Burke. The modernists have uh, confirmed the story. They have through their own, like, the most, probably the most, we'll say, trustworthy in terms of com confirming a story like this source from the modernists has come out and said, yes, it's true. I'm going to preface this by saying another modernist outlet, Our Sunday Visitor, and yes, they are a modernist outlet, actually says their sources say that uh, none of this is true. They're the only outlet, though, whose sources in Rome are denying this. So that caveat should be noted on the off chance that they're the ones who are right, but... We are just going to jump right into this now, and uh, good morning to everybody in the chat. I will actually say, um, I'm assuming he's okay with me saying this because he put this in the chat before we went live. Michael Buster needs your prayers, he and his wife, for his for, for their marriage. So please, everybody, pray, keep them in your rosary intentions today, please. Okay, let's, get, let's send up some prayers to heaven for them. That all having been out of the way, we are going to jump over to... LifeSite News reporter Michael Haynes on on the platform formerly known as Twitter and will always be known as Twitter to me, where he says that a professional Francis fan fiction writer, Austin Ivory, the papal biographer, who wrote the book that I keep recommending to people, the first edition of The Great Reformer, he said that he met with Pope Francis on the afternoon of November 27th, quoting him directly. It was a short meeting because of his problems he's dealing with, which meant it took him some effort to speak. The following evening, his trip to Dubai was canceled because it had not improved enough. In the course of our conversation, Francis told me he had decided to remove Cardinal Burke's cardinal privileges, his apartment, his salary. Pause here. I like that a, a cardinal's home is one of their privileges. Think about that one for a second. Because he had been using the those privileges against the church. He told me that while the decision wasn't a secret, he didn't intend to make a public announcement, but earlier that day, Monday, it had been leaked. On Tuesday, I had a note back from Pope saying he never used the word enemy nor called him my, I meaning he never said he was my enemy. I simply announced the fact at the meeting of the dicastery heads without giving specific explanations, and he thanked me, Austin Ivory, for making this clear. So that's all worth noting. And as uh, Michael Haynes says, writes that Pope Francis personally confirmed Monday he decided to remove Cardinal Burke's cardinal privileges, his apartment and salary, because he had been using those privileges against the church. Um, this, uh, this segment here is from the article over at Where Peter Is. So again, that is a notorious modernist outlet. I would trust this source, at least on this. I, you know, I, I wouldn't trust Austin Ivory on much. Just ask the people in the UK whose Latin masses have been canceled directly because... Austin Ivory found out that individual parishes weren't conforming to the spirit and letter totally of Traditionis Custodis. And then he reported them to the bishop and to authorities in Rome and caused all kinds of problems for individual parish communities. That's the kind of the caliber of man we're talking about here. But that is confirmation, as good a confirmation as you are going to get. So, 
Colby says, I am the state, King Louis the Sixteenth. I am the church, Pope Francis. Yeah, yeah. So um, there has been also on a, as a good segue for this, a, a statement put out by Monsignor Charles Pope on his Facebook page. He's, you know, a pretty mainstream, but otherwise conservative priest who isn't afraid to occasionally dive into the deeper waters of uh, ongoing whatever problems are in the church. And he issues this statement here, quote, with the Pope's most recent dismissal of one of his quote unquote enemies, again, according to Austin, he never used that word, but we'll continue here. He says, Cardinal Burke, Bishop Strickland, Archbishop Gonsvine, etc. And I've got working on a video for next week where we can add another name to that list. We are left to ponder just how petty this has become. At some point, we are forced to conclude that the Pope is behaving like a bitter, vengeful, and intolerant man through his heavy-handed actions. No accompaniment or going to the margins here. It's away with you and off to the margins with you. Meanwhile, many dissenters and others hostile to the Catholic faith are welcomed warmly at the Vatican. Believers everywhere are perplexed and saddened. I am told that even many of the Pope's allies are growing concerned and fearful. It's all very sad. However, this overreach may actually help by backfiring on the Pope and ensuring that the next conclave will practically be forced to find a man who can be a healer and uniter rather than the divisive and frankly mean-spirited leader we have now. Aremus pro Papa Francesco et pro Ecclesia. End quote. So I just want to point out, I've said this, I said this yesterday when somebody else made that kind of a statement. I am not as optimistic that we're going to see a... We're, that we're going to see the kind of pushback we can expect here that they're that they are all predicting. Now we're going to shift directly over now to the Bishop Strickland portion of this, because Bishop Strickland has issued. There's kind of two good bits of news on bishops from Bishop Strickland. One is he has this letter to the faithful that he issued a couple of days ago, where he explains what happened and what you can expect, and he also has started a YouTube channel. And I will post a link to the YouTube channel of his in the, I'll show it to you here in a moment, and I'll put a link to it in the live chat. And when this is done, I will try to remember to post a link both in my show notes today at returntotradition.org for those listening on the podcast side of things, as well as in the comments here on YouTube. So please, he's only got 2,000 subscribers. He's only got one video from a couple days ago. Let's see if we can bump those numbers up, okay? So let's start here with his letter to the faithful dated November 27th, which would have been just a couple of days ago. This was one of those things that got lost in the Cardinal Burke news. I actually was planning to talk about this like two days ago on my channel, but the Cardinal Burke news just took everything over. So an open letter to the faithful from Bishop Joseph E. Strickland. As I am sure you have heard by now, I have been removed as Bishop of the Diocese of Tyler. I was asked to meet with the Apostolic Nuncio to the United States, and in that meeting, I was read a list of the reasons I was being removed. I would make these reasons available to you if possible. However, I was not given a copy of this list at that time, and I've not been able as of yet to obtain a copy despite my requests. In the reasons that were read to me, no mention was made of the administrative problems or mismanagement of the diocese as the reasons for my removal. The reasons given seem to be related, for the most part, to my speaking the truth of our Catholic faith and to my warning against anything that threatened the truth, including things that were being brought up at the Synod of Synodality. Also mention was made of my not walking alongside my brother bishops as I defended the church and her unchangeable teachings, and of my not implementing the motu proprio, traditionis custodis, which were I to have implemented would have required me to leave part of my flock unfed and untended. 
as a shepherd and protector of my diocese, I could not take actions which I knew with certainty would injure part of my flock and deprive them of the spiritual goods with which Christ entrusted his church. I stand by my actions as they were necessary to protect my flock and to defend the sacred deposit of faith. This is the time for everything now coveted to be uncovered to now be uncovered. Everything now hidden to be made clear. In fact, it was in a time when things were being hidden regarding disgrace. Now, former Cardinal Ted McCarrick and the church Ted McCarrick problem that it seems I first entered the Vatican's radar. My main crime then is now seems to have always have been about bringing to light that which others wanted to remain hidden. Sadly, it now seems that it is truth himself, our Lord Jesus Christ, that many desire to be hidden. Although I am now without a diocese, I am still a bishop of the church and therefore a successor of the apostles, and I must continue to speak truth, even if it requires my very life. I want to say this to all of you today. Do not ever, ever leave the church. She is the bride of Christ. She is now undergoing her passion, and you must resolve to stand resolutely at the cross. It is important to attend Mass every Sunday, and as often as possible to spend time in adoration, to pray the rosary daily, to go to confession regularly, to call always upon the saints for assistance. I urge you to persevere that you might say in the end, I have fought the good fight to the end. I have run the race I, to the finish. I have kept the faith. May Almighty God bless you, and may our Holy and Blessed Mother intercede for you and point you always to her divine Son, Jesus, as we enter this Advent season. I remain your humble father and servant, Bishop Joseph E. Strickland. And that is from his website, bishopstrickland.com. You will not find anything from him now on the official website of the diocese. Um, and I think that's actually important. Um, Traditionalist Catholic says, the thing is, all this pushing of prelates like Bishop Strickland and Cardinal Burke just signals who Pope Francis's opponents are. Yes, and that list is growing. I'm working on a video for next week about how that list is just growing and growing and growing. It is incredible um but yeah th th that's what we're i mean that is what we're dealing with here is it is a growing list and i'm not confident that this is going to inspire you know opposition to a moderate pope in the future but i want to show you this <coughs> pardon me still got that cold i'm dealing with here is his youtube channel note this he only has he has less than two thousand subscribers. He only has a video that he put up a day ago. I think this one wasn't live, uh, put up. This would have been put up, I think, on Tuesday at some point in the day. It's got four thousand five hundred views. So let's see if we can actually bump those numbers up for the good arch for the good bishop. Because after all, many of you I know support with the work he he does, and would like to keep up with him, and not just have to listen to my often clumsy readings of his letters. So there you will have in the the live chat is a link to the uh, to him. Skunky says in the chat there are two thousand two hundred plus sidelined canceled priests. They 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 need the support of bishops. Vigano can't do it all himself, and the Coalition for Canceled Priests probably can't do it all themselves either. So please, please, uh, Skunky, if you've got like a uh, data somewhere from a website, email it to me. Send me an email. Link is in the description. I would love to do a video on that because. You're going to find now, certainly some of these priests, they were removed from ministry for good reasons. I mean, statistically, some of them would be like that young priest who was a who was a traditional priest who uh, fell in love and ran off to Europe to get married to uh, an 18 year old girl. So not a great story, not a good look. That has nothing to do with him being a traditional priest. 
But those actions should be called out for when somebody who is, quote, on our side of things uh, engages in bad behavior. This is um, but there are two thousand two hundred of these priests who have been sidelined, apparently. So send me a link, Skunky, in an email, and I will definitely look at that in the future. Raven Ray says this started while I was driving home, so I had to listen to the audio only until I got home just now. Well, thanks for joining us. There's going to be a pretty short one. I'm going to wrap up here in a minute, but um, you're going to want to check this out because, again, we have confirmation, confirmation, confirmation now from one of the most authoritative pro-Francis voices out there, the papal biographer, Austin Ivory, who asked Francis personally if the story was true. And he told him, yes, the story is true, except he never called Burke his enemy. And so he, but he's removing his privileges, which is apparently including his home, his home. So, yeah. Father James Parker uh, told you, okay. Um, I'd, yeah. Send me a link to that, to that, where, if he told you um, online or on your stream. Harmony says we can tweet links to Bishop Strickland YouTube. I bet many are unaware of it. It's why I'm bringing it up here because I do think that people will want to see what he is, uh, what he's doing. So that's why I brought this to, uh, to people's attention. I do think, in fact, since just doing that, he's, he's gone over 2000 subscribers now, which is great. So I don't know uh, what father Blount's particular vision is the uh, Ponto. So, um, but here, we're going to wrap this up here. So if there's any questions, this is your time to ask them. And we're going to, and I will be back streaming tomorrow to cover other things going on in the church. But um, please go give uh, Bishop Strickland a support, uh, give him a subscribe if you are so inclined. And uh, keep Michael in your prayers, please. It's definitely important to do. And um I can tell you this much. We had this isn't the last we're hearing of bishops that are being that are being forced out of their offices by at, at, by Francis. So um, I'd be careful with that, Lepanto, uh, just because the church tells us not to even speculate on the identity of the man of sin, that we will be allowing ourselves to be fooled by it. So and when we're talking about here, something that is extremely private revelation in nature, this is something that he should work with, unfortunately, the Vatican on unfortunately these days before any kind of public statements are made about it. That's just the way the church has always done things. Anyway, folks, thanks for tuning in today. It is appreciated. And as always pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.